This podcast may contain language or subject matter that may not be suitable for kids. And we're the best friends that anybody could have. You've been fucking warned. I drink liquor. Go to our website at b3fpodcast.com for merch. Click on tell us what you really think to leave a completely anonymous review of each of us. Oh, yeah, just a thick sucker is a like Enjoy the show with Tons. Uh, well. You know, out of all the features that I really like about what is now Talk Studio or Streamlabs, the fact that there's no soft fade out from video clips is infuriating. I know. I, I, yeah, I guess to do a soft fade. <laughs> well, I mean, you make the video make the video longer. <laughs> right, but you but you can't but you can't cue videos either and have them go one to the other is what I'm saying. Like right, no like you that. can't do that, no. Yeah, no, you can't. But oh well. Yeah. Fuck some more. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's been, a, it's been a while. It has. What are you drinking? I'm just drinking some standard Tully. I can't quite reach around the mic stand here. It's just just standard Tully in a glass. Yeah. You got uh, uh, got the Bushmills going I on there, buddy. The Bushmills Prohibition recipe. Nice. The rocks is glass here. Point? How is it? The Prohibition recipe, pretty good. You can't really see what. Is that a, is that a stupid ass hockey puck? You know what? My sister bought this for me for my birthday. Thank you very this much. Is so fucking stupid. Cheers. <laughs> it's a good rocks glass, though. It's a great size. So I just, I just don't like. I mean, I get like, I just don't like kitschy, like kitschy, like cups and glasses and shit. Just, I don't know. Says the person that got aviation GN glasses with a bottle of aviation. Yeah, that's not a kit. That's just an engraved branded okay. glass. That's not a. That's not so a novel. This. So is this? This is engraved branded glass. Predators. Oh Jesus! It's it's predators. It's but if it was just a glass with the predators on it, fine. It's a branded glass. Kitschy. It's got a fucking hockey puck to look at all like it got uh, hit. That, shit. Is, that, that is not what determines whether it's kitschy, whether you consider it. Yeah. Jesus. Branded and oh, kitschy well. are two different things. I understand that. Whatever. Whatever. Or if it had Don't. a saying like you know. You know, Joey's January juices. Like, that would be fucking stupid. But a branded glass sure. is a bad. What about Joe's bar? Joe's bar? Yeah. I actually if, do if, have a shot glass that says that. <laughs> well, you probably stole it from a place called Joe's bar. No, I didn't actually. Uh, somebody bought it for me a long time ago. I don't Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Her holiday. What? You know what? Never mind. How was your Christmas? Because we're going to call Christmas. it Christmas. God. It's not holidays. Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, my Christmas was great because nobody was here, and I got to sit by myself all day long and not talk to anybody. So shit was oh, yeah? fantastic. Yeah. How did you get on Christmas? Uh, so the kids were at, uh, at their mom's, and yeah. Amanda was visiting Eli, and yeah. I was home all by my fucking onesie. Sure, but how drunk... Oh, how drunk did I get? Uh, I didn't drink at all, actually. I just watched TV. It was fantastic. 
That's stupid. Yeah. Okay, fine. How was how was how was your holiday, fucking putts? Fucking Christmas. It's not a holiday. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's the okay. birth of our Jared Leto. Right. Um, I, you know, it was fine. We didn't do anything for Christmas because um, um, Gabe, Gabe and Kelsey were out of town. So, uh, and then my brother wasn't coming in on Christmas. So we went, you know, um, the 30th. We did Christmas with family. And on the 28th, the kids did Christmas with them then, um, which was fine. I mean, because we're all adults. So we'd sit around and drink and watch and say and do whatever we want. So. Um, got tipsy and then just blasted, um, with the kids, which is really nice to be all my kids be old enough that I can just do that with and I have to be worried about it and right, not worried right. about taking care of them or anything. So, right. Getting too drunk and beating them, you know, that type of thing. Well, no, I mean, you know, uh, you know, I don't know who, who's ever beat anybody because they smoke too much weed. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So yeah, buddy. that's good. It's good. And uh, do you have a do you have a good New Year? Are you having Are you having a good twenty twenty four thus far? Uh, you know, it's not a bad twenty twenty four. It's just, you know, whatever. It's the same old thing, right? I mean, you go back to work on the second, and and that's you don't you, you mean you don't delineate your life by the years that have passed. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I have a birthday early in the year, and so it's as always like New Year and a year older, which is like. You know, when people say at work, people are like, happy birthday. It's your birthday to happy birthday. I'm like, yeah, that's not special. The, the only mm -hmm. way to have a birthday is just don't die for a year. Like, that's it. Like, everyone has a birthday. It's not special. So, yeah. that's, but anyway. Yeah. I, I don't look at, like, I think it's, I've always found the whole delineation of oh, it's a new year. So there's line in the sand between December right. 31st and January Now I can start bettering myself on this All day. things are new. Dude, it's right. just one long line of drudgery and shit. That's just all from the from the Old day things have been cast away. All... <laughs> yeah, I feel like in, in, for most people born into like a non-abusive household, right? I'm saying for sure. the average. So yeah, you're kind of born, and life kind of goes up, goes up, and it kind of peaks when you're like nine, ten, eleven years old, and then you know there's some peaks here and there, and then it's just all fucking shit. For the rest of your life. I mean, you have, so you think a good it's, moment. it's downhill as early as like 10, 11. No, no, no. I just, I think it plateaus there. Like you have some different, like there's different levels. So maybe it goes up a little bit into high school. Just yeah, I think it goes, I think it, I think it's continually going up until about nine or 10. Then it levels out a little and then you get kind of into your teenage years and it starts up again and it plateaus yeah. into high school. But then you get laid that first time and you got another one going up because, you know, and yeah. Yeah. And you hit alcohol age and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think it is. I think it's like the last way you said it. Like it, it goes up and it levels off and it goes up, levels off. But once you get to our age, it's kind of, you know, you're kind of, if you're a normal person, you're kind of hand on the parking and not go down the hill. But, you know, that's just. Yeah. That I mean, really, I think it's my, from, the, from the time you become financially and socially independent is when everything just starts going to shit. Well, my, my, yeah, that's true. It's when you get your shit together that the bottom falls out of life. Falls apart, yeah. <laughs> my, asked me the other day, he called me, he's like, so how old are you now? Which is always nice that your parents don't remember how old you are. <laughs> but, 
And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm 43. And he, oh, yeah, 43. And I said, hopefully I'm far past middle age. Hopefully I've made it way past middle age at this point. <laughs> yeah. Said, yeah. Really? And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like to live to 80s. I mean, if I'm in great can get around on my own, everything doesn't hurt, fine. But that are slim to none. So. Yeah, no, un unless you hit some late, late life wealth, I don't see any benefit to being 80 years old. Like just it's, at that point, like what else are you going to do? Like you're I mean, if, if you've got money, if you've got money and you're healthy and, and in good shape, fine. But if you don't have well, money or you're not in good shape, but yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like at, at 42, like my back is broke as shit. It's been hurting the last three fucking weeks. And that's, and so 40 fucking years from now, you know how much worse this is going to be? Jesus, yeah. I don't want to live. Either that or we will have, you know, implants that will take care of all that, you know. Yeah. Well, my mom so. was telling me about a friend because, like, I moved, um, you know, a couple weeks ago and actually was careful. I hired some guys to do all the big shit. Um, didn't really, you know, but just was tired. I did a lot, but I didn't, like, hurt myself. And then I was laying in bed. I got the next morning and I fucking coughed really hard and my back just went. <laughs> and I was, I was going to say sneeze, but no, it was a cough. Okay. Yeah. No, that it, happens. Yes, for it's, sure. It's been like three weeks now. And dude, I still like, it takes me two minutes to get up and I can hardly walk when I get started. Oh yeah. And if I cough or sneeze while I'm up, dude, it drops me, but it's been oh, three, yeah. usually, usually a week or so. Right. And it's, 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 you know, on the up and up, this is no change. And if I'd live with this shit and I was 80 and like, you know, barely not shitting myself, fuck that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just put a ahead. thumbs up on there. You fucking cunt. I didn't do that. But uh, you didn't do that. Oh, shit. That was weird. That. I've never seen that before in my life. Anyway, but uh, on top of that, on top of that, my mom was telling me about a friend or somebody that my dad worked with back in the day that sneezed really hard at work. And did some shit in his spine and fucking dude was in a wheelchair, like paralyzed his ass from a sneeze. Oh, yeah. Like, you got a pinched oh, nerve or something that it happens just right. Sure. Yeah. And she was telling me, that. I was like, I just killed myself. My mom goes, what? And I was like, um, I mean, that would be really rough. <laughs> and then I told Amanda and Amanda was like, would you really? I was like, oh, I'd straight up. If right now I sneeze so hard and it full on paralyzed me and there is no hope to reverse it, I'd absolutely fucking swallow Did a it, bullet. Was he quadriplegic paralyzed or paraplegic paralyzed? Like, Does he roll? Can he roll himself around in the wheelchair or somebody else rolling him around? He rolled himself around the wheelchair. Okay. Yeah. You roll. Right. I mean, that's just. Yeah. Roll right the fuck off. Roll into traffic. <laughs> No way. No way I would I would I would continue living. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd give it a go for a little bit and just see. Just see. So uh, there's a lot of there's a lot see. of pity you can get, I guess, if you're if you're rocking a wheelchair. There is, yeah, for sure. Um that yeah. you know, uh whatever. But yeah, I mean my back's been hurt me, which I and you know, aside from having a bad back and having a herniated disc, I I, I just you know, I've gained so much weight back again that uh, gotta lose it again and strengthen my core is the thing right i mean if for nothing more than it doesn't hurt yeah so bad all the time and my knees but right which is uh, really some that's bullshit. just I'm trying you to get a promotion with, so yeah. well you'd think with all that fucking fat that you have your core be strong as shit carrying that stuff around yeah it's not the core not of course it's very strong it's not it's you know the the I'm stuff not, carrying it around it's not carrying it's hanging of the core but that's what i'm saying the core that you think the core would have to be strong to hold all that shit in place is what i'm saying oh my 
muscles are very strong, but uh, yeah. yeah, my my stomach muscles. I don't have ab gutters, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so what else has been going on? You moved recently. Um, yeah, is that it. It's about it. It's about it. It's about it. Moved. So ha- and uh, yeah, what? So you 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 told me a, a while ago that you guys got your dad um, was a, a NASCAR ride along thing for his birthday or Christmas or something like I don't remember. Yeah, it was like birthday or something. Yeah. No, oh, how did he like that? He liked it. Has he done it yet? Yeah. Well, obviously, if he liked it. Well, no, I mean, like the present, but hasn't got the cash yet. That's no, he I'm did saying. it. He was good. He liked it. It was fun. Good. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for asking. I'll let I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 let him know you asked on him. book and i keep telling it no all the time like i, I don't i don't need somebody just to come on there and degrade me uh, dude i um, didn't hear any of that you you cut out for so long and froze like a son of a bitch i have no idea oh, what you said it's the same thing on your end it's it's weird um i said uh facebook keeps trying to get me to be friends with him book and uh i keep okay turning he's not requesting the friendship but facebook's saying hey you may know this person i'm like nope don't know that person uh, i don't know. need someone on facebook to degrade me uh facebook's bad enough and now x even worse than it was before musk bought it yeah. so yeah especially how do you feel about him changing the name from twitter to x it feels pointless care. and stupid i don't care yeah, i'm not mad about it it just feels pointless and stupid now there was x formerly known as twitter well i mean so, it sounds like you're really irritated about it no i I'm, I'm irritated that i hear about it you're what yeah you fucking you froze what's oh you're back can now. you hear me yeah, I can't. It's know. weird because it, it it keeps saying that you're losing service, and and I'm not. So if you think it's my end, I'll reboot while you hang tight. But it's kind of whatever. Well, if you reboot, it's gonna restart. It's gonna the whole kill the, the whole. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. That's fine. Um, if, if, it's if, fine. If, the, if it gets too bad, we'll just stop. If, yeah, let us let us know who's. What we need to do is, if anybody was actually giving a shit, is they could put in the chat who they're seeing freezing up. If they're seeing you freeze or me freeze, and that would tell you that's, which side that's is true. From. Yeah. The problem with that is, is if, if the stream has been passed from end and we're both freezing because I'm broadcasting it poorly, we wouldn't really know. What? Yes, you would. Because it's streaming to oh. a centralized platform that, 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 that is then going out. Yes, but it's streaming mainly from my side. No, it's not. Okay. It's fine. Stream right. from your side. You're controlling uh, the stream from your side, but it's not streaming from your side. Okay. Um. So, are you? What is it? I just was. Fun, it's fun to argue. I missed. Oh, I, I missed arguing with you about the pointless thing. 
So you said um, you have to head out to a job site tomorrow. Is that off far? Are you doing much traveling lately or has, has no, I'm not going on the, the, oh, this oh. new previous job? Everything's within an hour to two hours driving for the most part. I'm, I'm only an hour away this week. So gotcha. So it's, it's nice because I'm not traveling as much, but on the flip side of that, I actually, I miss traveling at the same time. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that our, our travel budget got cut by like 20% this year. So uh, to kind of, you know, one of those things like, ah, I travel as much, which I don't know how my position, why I wouldn't still have because I do like nobody else does that. So we'll see as of right now, I'm supposed to be going to Sacramento um, in two or three weeks. So we'll see if that still happens. Um, mm -hmm. But, but yeah, so uh, yeah. as of right now, I've got like 10 trips in the, in the plan for the year right now, but we'll see. You're going to start getting you some statuses and stuff. Oh, dude. I mean, Krista went on, so I, I traveled eight times last year. She went on one, two, four of those trips with me because I had miles. Yeah. Um, and we just took, we just stayed extra like long weekend. Cause one, one was, I had to go to New Jersey and it was over the week of our anniversary. So we just stayed the, the yeah. extra weekend and went to New York and Philadelphia and, and did that. And then she went to Jacksonville with, um, twice. So, um, it's, yeah. and, and honestly, it, I was, I thought that it was, that would, was going to be, end up being an awful trip. Like the uh, traveling with me on a work trip really wasn't, it was, it actually was cool, right. Just to be away from everything, be kids away from everything. Right. You know, no real concerns whatsoever. So it was nice. I enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. So yeah, for, I mean, it's a vacation for her. It's work for me, but you know, right. Right. Yeah, I'm so. looking like probably I'm gonna probably only have a couple of actual out of the uh, the state trips this year. I'm probably gonna be in Vegas in April, and then um, Denver in um, for work anyway. Denver at the end of the year, but uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm actually oh I didn't tell you I am taking Jude uh, to his first rock show. Uh, yeah, in, you were telling me about that in April uh, in Denver okay. to see MXPX and Five Iron on the same bill in in downtown so it's nice gonna be, be good show. yeah when is that uh april 4th i think april oh wow that's coming up okay yeah in, in april yeah yeah um so speaking of music i actually was thinking about a couple of things the other day and i wanted to ask you from a songwriter side of things and just from a music lovers side of things do you think that all songs um need to have um a message or a meaning to them jesus no okay why not because i don't know like it's irrelevant to the song i mean it depends on the the, the person that wrote the song or the purpose of the song itself but I don't feel like it has to have a, a particular message. I mean, because anything you write is going to have a message to somebody either way. They're going to extrapolate meaning or message sure. from it. So I don't feel like it inherently has to have it because it's going to 
be it's going to have that meaning placed on it by whoever listens to the song. No, I get that, but I'm just saying. Like, do you think every song that someone think that every songwriter has a meaning? I guess is the thing. Do you think? Think I mean I, I understand everyone own meaning on a song that they listen to, but I'm talking about you write a song. Songs have to have some meaning or some message for you in it. No, no, I think you just write a song for the fuck of it, just because it it sounds good. You like the hook, rhymes. I don't think it has to have any anything behind it at all. Why? That's a that's a weird question. It was I I can't remember what was going on. It made me think about that, but it made me think about it. I thought about it enough that I wrote it down to, to ask mm -hmm. what your opinion was on it. Because I mean, I'm in agreement. I don't think to have. I mean, otherwise, I mean, you could technically say someone might would say weird owl song of meaning or message or whatever but i mean they do it's right it's to make you laugh so um not a great example but it's about the best one i could come up with but you know i mean can you think of a song do you know of that someone you know you've heard a songwriter say like no this song means nothing that's just it sounds and so i wrote it or didn't put it out there half of the uh half of the fucking Rolling Stones songs were like that. They said themselves it didn't have any meaning. They just, it, it sounded good at rhyme. They threw the shit together and, and recorded it. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, the, the first that. thing. Comes to mind. Yeah, like, they had a couple songs. They're like, yeah, we just wrote it in five minutes. They just, they had a lick. It sounded cool. They had an idea and just, you know, ran with it and spit a song out. Interesting. Do you think that their overall, their catalog is, is great? The Stones? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Me to give you finish what you're doing. No, I'm listening. <laughs> no, I I don't either. I mean, I I think they they have you know some really good songs, some really great yeah. songs, but I don't is. Well, the the stones I think they're overrated. Well, I I think the stones are very much their greatness. Their greatness lies in the time at which they existed um sure. they served their their purpose they were influential as hell um they wrote some amazing things for the time and so it cemented them a place in music history but comparatively to even bands that are around at the same time that didn't serve the same purpose they don't hold up so that's just my general opinion hmm. yep okay well um, that was the reason I was distracted as Amanda was texting me and I was asking her how the stream was. And she said that your ass is freezing from time to time. That's weird. Hmm. Oh, well. Anna. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. But no, I, I, but I think that the, the thing is with songs and songwriting is regardless, like it inherently is going to have meaning whether you intend for it to have meaning or not. And that's why I don't feel like the meaning behind the song is nearly as important as what it's, you know, put into it or pulled from it from other people. Do you think that there are rules to songwriting? Yeah. I'm not talking about necessarily music theory, but I mean, that would come into play, right? I mean, you can't just, I mean, I guess technically you could just put any three, four chords together you wanted to, but you know, if you want it to sound like ass, but you know, well, do you there, think there are, that there are rules to, I mean, I guess rule or, or um, maybe rules is not the right word. Do you think that uh, 
I need, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I can't think of what I'm trying to say. But <laughs> I don't know. It's like, is there a, a uh, not a secret, but like, yeah, I don't know. Is there an equation? Is there a key? There, uh, uh, not music key, like uh, um, uh, a method. Fuck, I can't know why I can. The is there one a formula? Is there a formula? Is That's there what I'm trying to think of the word formula. Yes, do you think that there's a formula that it's just tried and true? Yeah, I think there is. Uh, because I mean, otherwise, you wouldn't hear the same fucking chord progression popping up on a billion different pop songs throughout recorded, you know, modern music history sure. where the same verse structures same rhyming cadences i mean it all fucking because it works because that particular uh batch of chords that particular progressions they they strike a certain resonant frequency with people and they, they evoke a certain emotion and yeah they're used over and over again it's absolutely a formula people exploit that formula better than others that's what i was that's gonna be why do you think that more people don't make it as stars as rock stars as pop stars as whatever i mean because oh, how do you how how do if if the formula works if it's tried and true formula what do you have to exploit about the formula to make it? Uh, it well it's beyond just that I mean you have everything from from marketing and be able to actually run your own business how things work at this point in time it's it's having the right image it is whatever is the popular content making those particular chords sound uh, in whatever vein is is popular and or running. You know, with the cool kids at that point in time, there's so many variables and, and you know, money and exposure is the, the big two. Money and exposure. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. The, the money to pay people to get you in front of other people and the money to play the shows that you need to play and the money to go on tour and the money to produce a good record, all that stuff. Hmm. It's just, it, it's, it's, it just seems like, because I, and I, I agree with what you're saying, but it still seems like if there's a tried and true formula for a good song, like that there should be a lot, at least one hit wonders right out there than there's there are. Fuck ton of one hit wonder. There, there, there are people there. There is. I'm get... saying it to me, it seems like there should be more. No, because you don't hear them on the radio and shit, but you have absolutely TikTok. It's become this new thing over the last several years. You have TikTok one hit wonders. You have YouTube one hit wonders. You have like all these different media buckets where people have these one hit wonders and will get even proposed record deals and all this other shit. It just falls apart because they can't reproduce it or they don't have the, the money to keep plugging into it or whatever the case may be. It's kind of like you could be the greatest fucking cake cook in the world, you know, make the best baker, make the best fucking cake anybody's ever had. Similar recipe to all the other cakes that have been made and all the other greatest cakes that have been made. But if no one ever gets a chance to eat that cake and you don't have the money, to get around and get people to hear about your fucking cake, nobody's going to eat it. You might get a handful of people that say it's the best cake they've ever had, but then, you know, 90% of everybody else is never going to have a taste of it. It's the same fucking thing. Huh. Like right now, All right. you could write an absolute dog shit song, right? Using the, that whatever progression you want to use. It could be complete shit. But you you know you check the formula boxes, but you have the money to sync to sending that to a producer, get somebody to record it, 
then you have the money for marketing and you have the money basically that a, a label would put into something, you can absolutely turn that song into a hit. But it's going to take you millions of fucking dollars to do it and you might not get much of a payout to get the fame for it, but you can absolutely do it. You think so? Yeah. I do. Hmm. So... Do you think we're going to start to see more and more um, stars with, as social media continues its, you know, being catapulted? You know, the influence of social media is growing more and more. Like it's been growing forever, but it's really growing more over the last few years. Do you think we're going to continue to see more and more, quote, stars, you know, music? stars come out and songwriters and whatever as long as people are fucking spending money and time yeah i mean that's what it all boils down to is any type of stardom nowadays or, or anything it's it's not even talent driven it's views and clicks and i mean half the time now if, if if you get to a position where you want to be on some type of record label or major label like they're not even gonna look at you they look at your clicks they look at your views they look at your downloads they sure. look at you know all those things it's all requirements for becoming any type of you know next level it's a you know, long gone are the days of a band getting discovered in the back of a club and being you know you know yeah. thrown on yeah. a tour and all that shit it's all social media any star for the most part is coming from that i will, I will say the large percentage of them are anyway so you don't that the song itself i mean right because it seems though if it's about clicks and things like that then have somebody who's just a terrible singer terrible songwriter but they get shit tons of clicks and 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 follows and whatever because of the train wreck what i mean mm -hmm. it seems to me like you could have a lot of people then make it you know strictly being based off of clicks that um are terrible well i yeah, mean do you think I that do you think I mean, you get that now. That's actually really huge, and in, in not so much in more mainstream stuff, but you get a lot of like artists on the hip hop side um, that are just fucking terrible. But they've got, you know, they developed some type of huge following, and they get, you know, they get stuff. I mean, it it all depends too, because there's there's tiers to the industry, right? So, sure, none of the no matter how many clicks they get, if they're to a point of of shittiness, they're never going to get to like an international stage. I mean, that's not going to happen, but that doesn't mean they're not going to get one hit wonder big for a little while. Look at fucking Rebecca black and Friday. You know, it's sure. one of the biggest pop shit that's ever existed, but she was fucking hot for a minute for releasing that. And it was purely based on shit clicks. You think so? You think it was purely based on shit clicks? Yeah, it's yeah, it was very much like I don't I know of anybody that heard that song of hey dude, look at this listen to this fucking banger I just heard. It's so good. Everybody was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, you're not going to believe this shit. Listen to this." <laughs> That's where all of it came from. All right. <laughs> but she was probably young enough and had the money that the stuff was out to at least start with her like her friend group and those people they're like, "Oh, this is really great, blah blah blah." And they shared it with someone that was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> sin sin sin. <laughs> oh jesus has she I mean, done I, anything I mean, since I, I that song i have no idea i don't i don't follow rebecca black but i mean i'm just saying that 
But I mean, you I know her name. I, would, I couldn't even have told you her name who sang the song Friday or whatever. Like, Friday, Friday. But um, oh, I know the song, I did, but I couldn't have told you it was Rebecca Black. Yeah, but I will 100%. Uh, like, I share terrible music way more often than I share great music. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm selfish, though. If I find <laughs> something great, I'll occasionally send it to you or. Amanda, for the most part, if I really like something, I just keep that shit to myself. Keep it as my little special. Okay, yeah. You you, you don't want them to you don't want them to, to blow up and get big and famous. You, you want to keep them to yourself. <laughs> no, it's just because I. No, it's because as much of a dick as I am, if I share something I really love, and you're like, oh, fuck that," and you just shit on it, I'm like, "Well, then, fuck you, you asshole." I'm never sharing anything ever again. Because because as much as I'm a giant fucking twat, I'm also a sensitive little girl for certain things. Know you, you know this about me. There you are, <laughs> gay. <laughs> oh God! So, staying in the music, um, ask you this, and I feel like I know what you, you're going to say, but I wanted to, to say. Um, Two things, like um, I, I heard in an old article, I'm sure it's an old article, but um, I heard someone talking about Rolling Stones, like 250 greatest guitarist of all time. And mm -hmm. uh, some of it didn't make any sense to me. I don't know the list, um, but who, you know, obviously there's no way to quantify really who the greatest guitarist or Crack, cracking four nine. You're not. You're not. Uh, you're not forgiven. You fucking cunt. Go away. Sorry for bothering. You're not bothering us. You know what? I if you want to call us, crack. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's that's funny. I want to offer promotion of your channel, viewers, followers, views, chatbots, etc. The price is lower than any competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the best. Mm-hmm. How do you guarantee it's the best? Anyway, so I, I wanted so I wanted to ask you. So, and there's no way to really know your opinion. Greatest guitarist of all time. I don't like the question because I don't think there is one. Well, no, like, I understand I, that. I, I I accept that. Just you accept way to quantify that. I'm just saying, for your money, who's the best guitarist of all time? one i i say is the best right there's no way for you to prove it you can't win the argument and no one yeah. can change your mind but you know everybody has an opinion on it who do you think but that's the thing is i really don't have an opinion on it. there are you don't. like no i don't because i feel like that there are tons of people that are great in their their lanes or their genres or or whatever um and that like like if you said hey who do you think is the best blues guitarist i could you know give sure. my, my you know my opinion on that or you know pop guitarist or whatever but there's not like one guitarist to rule them all in my in my no mind. I, I, like, understand. I i agree with that i agree with that i just wondered if you had an opinion on who it would be <sighs> Who's the all right then give me give me top five give me top five all right well no go ahead ask your question first no, it's like I was gonna say, who's the guy that played for Jet? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay, so no. give me give me top 
doing? What? Little Wayne. Little Wayne. All right. Yep. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Um, <laughs> DJ Khaled. The video of DJ Khaled playing um, Bob Marley's guitar. No. I would try to share it, but I don't think it would come through. I try to share it on screen. You, you've got to go find that video. Bob Marley's family gifted him this Marley. I don't can't remember if it was a Marley edition guitar or one of Bob Marley's guitars. Mm-hmm. But he, he was holding the guitar. He's like, you know, this is the greatest guitar, blah. blah whatever and it's an acoustic guitar and he starts just like playing and he's not playing like he's playing it in as much as a two-year-old plays a guitar when you give them a guitar like he's just hitting the strings open and then hand up on the neck or whatever and then they're like play us something he's like all right and he starts doing the same thing over and over again and i cannot tell if he really takes himself seriously and really thinks he's good with that or Mm -hmm just conning the entire world right and this is a character this is borat i mean yeah if dj Khaled is a performance piece for everyone and we just don't know right you know i, I can't figure it out he is in like if that's a real person my god it's like no one's ever told him no like he's crazy but yeah. anyway and that, and that, you know, maybe, some, maybe in his circle nobody's ever told him no i'm, I'm sure they haven't but still I just, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, who? So get, go ahead. Your top, right? We've established Lil Wayne, the guy from Wayne, Jet. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Jet, Jason Mraz. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. There's Jack Johnson. <laughs> Jack Jack Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. And um, who's a guitar player from the fucking Supertones? Uh, Ringo Starr. <laughs> and Ringo Starr. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh no! My favorite, my favorite guitar player, uh, Reese Roper, is also also oh, in there. Yoko Ono, <laughs> Yoko Ono, yeah. yeah. Oh God! You know, you know I could watch. Go ahead. I could name all the stereotypical basic bitch guitar players, but I, I don't have like an in-depth knowledge of like a lot of the great guitarists of the world. Well, so I I pulled up the list and i just it's 250 i'm not going through right obviously but i got the top 20 here and number 20 is to stevie vaughn who is one of my favorites i which you know it's he was a better player before he got sober i will die on that hill you know i'm not i'm not gonna say he's a better player before he got sober but his music in his the the feel and the emotion in the music was so much better which made the music more enjoyable that's what makes playing better to me yeah, okay. technically it wasn't, but from a yeah. soul, soul standpoint. Yeah, no, I, I I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Um, but anyway, so Stevie Ray Vaughan, number 20. Number 19, Freddie King. Um, okay. Number 18, Tom Morello. Nah. Yeah, now okay. listen, okay. I don't yeah. hate Tom. Like, you hate Rage Against the Machine. I don't hate Rage Against the Machine. Well, I, I don't love Rage Against the Machine. Mostly, but, yeah. Sure. Just, like, Tom Morello do some things that weren't being done on guitar, at least not mainstream that anybody had seen, really. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guitar But player. to say he ranks higher than Stevie Ray Vaughan, it's a... it's a And higher than um, Mark Knopfler. I mean, come on. Anyway, number 17, Mother Maybell Carter. All right. 
Number 16, Robert Johnson. I don't think he should be allowed on the list because he has supernatural powers from the devil. But oh, That's true. That's true. But still. Robert Johnson. Number 15, Keith Richards. What? Uh, interest. I, yeah, I know. Why is he 15? Well, I mean, he is a hell of a guitar player. He, really he is. But is he Stevie Ray Vaughn and um, uh, not Freddie King? I mean, is he a player? I don't Steve. I don't know because he's outlived both of those motherfuckers. So he might be now. I don't know. Well, I guess maybe the key to longevity is sober. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's because yeah. he's he's definitely not sober. But anyway, I mean, I like Keith Richards, but I just don't think he ranked 15. Uh, number 14, yeah. Prince. I feel like Prince should be higher than 14. Um, yeah. Prince is a phenomenal guitar player. Um, yep. A phenomenal musician, period. But um, anyway, uh, number 13, Tony yeah. Iommi oh, from Black Sabbath. Go ahead. What? I would say always hated his fucking voice though. I can't. That's the one thing I hate about Prince. I've never liked any of his songs because I can't stand his voice. I hate it. I hate it, so it depends on the depends on the song, but I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, the the Super Bowl halftime show with Dr. Dre and 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 Snoop and all them uh, a couple years ago was a great halftime show, but to me, Prince's halftime show in the I don't know, 2006 or seven, whenever it was. And he, and he, his halftime performance was amazing. He was, he's playing and he's playing purple rain. And it legitimately, it's like he scripted. It legitimately started raining and the lights were purple. So it legitimately looked like he was playing in purple rain. It was just great, but it's because Jesus loved Prince. I mean, yeah, he was the Prince of Princes, I guess, you know, that's the thing. So, Anyway, number 13 on the list is Tony Iommi. Next, um, Tony Iommi. Okay. Um, and then uh, number 12, Jimmy Nolan. Uh, I don't know who Jimmy Nolan is. Um, he was in sounds James like Brown's really band. Popular, he sounds like a really popular baseball player from like the 1940s. He does, doesn't he? He was in James, James Brown's band. Okay. Yeah. Um, number 11, Carlos Santana. No, bump him way the fuck yeah. down. Like, I'd put him in the list of the top two fifty, but not in the top fucking fifteen. No, I, not even the top twenty to me. No. Maybe he's the top fifty for me. I mean, you know, Maybe. You know what? He, he honestly, he honestly, he probably was sitting around in the forties until he teamed up with fucking Rob Thomas, and that just bumped him right the fuck up. You that's think what, so? I guess. It, I guess it yeah. could. Yeah, those buttery smooth vocals with those classic Latin chops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's That's good, but I don't think he's top 15. Yeah. Dwayne Allman. You don't hear enough about okay. Dwayne Allman from people. I can get down with Dwayne. I mean, he's number 10. At least he's in the top 10, but yeah, Dwayne mm-hmm. Allman, phenomenal. Um, even though he died at 24. Okay. Number nine, Joni Mitchell. Okay. I can see that. Uh, I mean, you can number nine. Yeah, if you've listened to much of it, dude, she was a phenomenal guitar player. She wasn't a shredder, okay. like you think. Right. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I'll take your word for it. You know, yeah. I didn't realize this was open st- to all genders, you, but you know, if you can stomach some of the songs, dude, listen <laughs> to Joni Mitchell and listen to some of the guitar work. Oh, dude. All right. 
Um, number eight, BB King. Who, okay. You cor- correct me if you want. I think he's a bit overrated. Maybe, okay. I, maybe because I'm not a guitar player. Um, maybe I just don't because I, I've definitely heard guitar players praise him, but I've also never really heard guitar players trash another guitar player either. Dude, so, he is a hero in the type two diabetic musician community. I mean, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I don't, you know, I, regardless, I mean, BB King, like I like BB King I can get down. I just don't see him as number eight. Yeah. But anyway, um, number seven, Nile Rogers. Okay. Um, number six, sister Rosetta Tharp. Okay. Um, and you know, they have a little blurb about all these in here. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like the two in, people and things that away from talent because the first sentence the first part of the first sentence here is as a sexually fluid black woman who propelled okay. gospel music into the mainstream like what none of that has anything to do with her talent and I, so i feel like that's taking away from the town I, right. I i couldn't give two shits whether she's a fluid black woman or whether she propelled gospel music into the mainstream i just you know I feel like it takes away from the talent. That's that's it. That's it. So, okay. Anyway, number five, and I wholeheartedly disagree with this. Jeff Beck. I think Jeff okay. Beck's a great. I don't think he's top five. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Number four. Disagree with this one too. Not as much as I disagree with Jeff Beck, but number four, Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Um. I. I I love Eddie. I think he's exponentially. I just don't think he's top five. Okay. Um, you know, so the, the, we're down, we're down to the top three. And I want to guess the top three. So I'm, I'm, I'm even gonna, if you don't I'm, put them or just guess the top three. I just, you got to give me if I'm right on, on, on my guesses. Though. You don't give me the number. Just give me if I'm right or not. Okay. Okay. So, um, I just froze. God damn it. There we go. Um, so I'm going to say they put Robert Plant in the top three. Okay. Yes or is that yes or no? Oh, I'm not. I, I thought you were going to tell me all three, and then I was going to tell you that. No, Robert Plant is not in the top. Okay, good. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, also, if they put in, um, uh, I really, really hope they didn't put, uh, uh, what's his dick? The dude uh, is, I hope Brian May is not in the top three. Okay. Um, I, I, I no, guess it's more. Okay. I think it's more of people. I hope it's not in the top three. Um, I got you. I really, I really hope Slash isn't in the top three. He's not. Okay. Good. Good. And I'm hoping that. Um, uh, bah, 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 what the fuck's his name? God damn it. Um, I can't remember. So. No, I hope Rivers Cuomo. I know he's not, but that would make me happy if he was. Um, he's always in the top hundred anyway, but because he actually is a phenomenal fucking guitar player. He's really right is. He do, you, do, he do, you don't really see it with in Weezer, but he really is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I have no clue. All right, number three, Jimmy. Jimmy who? Jimmy Page. 
from Led Zeppelin. That's that's the name I was trying to think of. God damn it. Yeah, I figured he would Number be. three. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Page. Number two, Chuck Berry. Okay. I'll, 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 they're I'll they're crediting him with inventing rock and roll guitar. Yep. I would I would I would give that one there for sure. Okay. Number two, not, Chuck not, Berry. I wouldn't give Jimmy Page, but Chuck Berry, yes. Yeah. Okay. Number one, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, and I'm fine with, I'm fine. One and two, I'm fine with. You could have flipped them and I'd be fine with that as well. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, exponentially I talented people that did some things that people were doing. Go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I think with Hendrix, a lot of stuff, because with the list, uh, they always have to placate the crowd a little bit too. Because if, sure. if Hendrix, For sure. If, if Hendrick was wasn't like say in the top five, people would fucking riot in the streets about that shit. You know, even though there are better guitar players on that list in the top fifteen that are better than Hendrix, but I know they rate also what they have they innovated and what they brought to the yeah brought to the music at the time and blah 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 blah. But yeah, yeah. The thing about for me is this whole out of the top twenty, one name stands out that didn't into the top twenty. Of Tom Morello in the top twenty, and you have Jeff Beck in the top twenty, and oh, I can't remember, and and that's Eric Clapton's not in the top twenty. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know what. Uh, I mean, you know, top seven might have been five. He's the guitarist that ever was. Hello. Hey, got you back. Missed a whole hey, bunch. What of did you said. say? Oh, I said, I don't know what your opinion is on Eric Clapton or how you, I like him quite a bit. I think he's really talented. I mean, but oh, I, I, you know, is are some of these people, how is Carlos Santana number 11 and Eric Clapton's not even in the top 20 is the thing. Yeah. yeah. Tony Iommi number 13. I mean, I, I just, I don't, understand and i know i was gonna see if i could do a little quick little search and see if it'll give me rivers cuomo come on give me the um i can't i mean I, i'm not saying he's not on the list but it's it's only giving me, you know, certain sections of the list, so I don't know where he would be if he was on there or not. But is this Rolling Stone list? Anyway. Yeah, it is Rolling Stone. It, you know, like I said, this is old. It's got to be old. I don't know. Randy Rhodes was number 21. Okay. Albert, i get some of these others before just to see if I can find where Eric Clapton lands. So at number 23, they have James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett as a Joint number twenty-three. I, I'm I'm sorry, I don't see it. <laughs> I just pulled up the list from two thousand and this is the newest one from well twenty twenty-three anyway. So it might be the same list you're looking at. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'll have to go back to the beginning and see. But I mean, yeah, Chuck, up to the Jimmy top. Rich. Yep. I mean, I'm to number 30, and I still haven't found Eric Clapton, although Neil Young is at number 30. Yeah. George Harrison at number 31, which is a travesty mm. that he's that low on the list. 
Jack, Jack White at number 32. Brian May, got, 33. Yeah, they got they got some good ones on here. Eric Clapton, there he is, number 35. Well, there you go. I mean, come on, though. It's nice to see St. Vincent on there, though. And, and your so beloved well. Pete Townsend. Your beloved Townsend is 37. Do you, I mean, are really, are, are, are Eric Clapton and Pete Townsend that close? In Why did you say my beloved Pete Townsend? I, because you hate Pete Townsend. I know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, anyway, that that's so that's okay. That's it. But um what is to stick with guitarist for a moment? What is your opinion like best guitar solo? Like when you it's the for you, not not you know, this is obviously just like find, saying the who the best guitar player is, you can't quantify that. But I'm just like in your opinion, like what is like this guitar solo for me is just the one. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't really have one of those either. I'm really bad at these at this game because I don't care about that shit much. So, so I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what for me what it is, and I don't really like the song. I don't really care that much. Uh, don't listen to the. Much, but this one song that is too long, the song itself is too long, but the guitar solo in it to me is just phenomenal. Is Freebird the the four yeah. minute guitar solo in the Freebirds? Fuck, amazing. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, I can I concur. It's very good. Okay. Also, also the guitar solo and "Don't Stop Believing" is actually pretty fucking fantastic. All right, I brought some stuff to the table. What do you got for me? I brought my. Say? I brought myself. I said the guitar solo in Don't Stop Believing is one of the best guitar fit guitar solos in pop music. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I just I just brought fun and conversation and friendship to the table tonight is what I brought. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I got uh I got two different lists here, and they are not from BuzzFeed. Um, they're still, they're still lists. Yeah, I know, understand that. But um, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we got there, actually, I did have something I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Because because everybody everybody's been up in arms on the social medias about two particular stand-up specials that have come out recently. One being okay. the new Chappelle special, and yep. one being the new uh, Gervais special. Yep, and people are up in fucking arms and trying to get the Netflix to pull this shit down and all kinds of stuff. Have you have you watched so, them? I have watched them both. Yes, um, I didn't know that there was a, a an outcry to have them pulled down. I've, I've I guess I've missed that. Um, yeah. I liked them both, although I don't think either was the best special of either of them. Like I don't think that that was Gervais' best special. I don't mm -hmm. think. I don't think that Chappelle's newest one is his best special. Um, right. But the, the set that he did in his special is the set we saw him do when we saw him in Nashville back in October. So right. I so I didn't laugh as much during watching the special because I had heard the jokes before, but I did laugh. Um, right. I think it's funny. I One of my favorite things he does is the joke he says, the joke, like, but it makes him laugh, is the join me in my watery grave joke. I did laugh. Right. I saw him do that live because it's like I get it. Like 
no one else is going to really think it's that funny, but for you, it's just funny. And the visual for me is, is I love the joke, but regardless. Right. Yeah, dude, people hey, have been like, happy new year. Happy new year, buddy. Yeah. Happy new year. Yeah. People have um, been uh, more, I feel like they've been more from what I've seen on social media. People are more offended. I shouldn't say offended. Have been more offended just really going after Dave Chappelle about being anti-gay, anti-trans, whatever. But the, the, I've seen the people to work at your base, like the, especially we talk about like the Make-A-Wish kids, and like how making kids fun of kids with cancer and all that stuff is just never funny and it's never okay. And like there's been petitions to get the, the special taken down off of Netflix. Yeah, I mean the, the the mere fact that you can hear people laughing on the special tells you that making fun of that is definitely sometimes funny. So. Right. Yeah. Funny is that's the thing. It's funny is subjective. Like, right? What I think is funny and what you think is funny is not what most people are gonna think is funny. But I mean Well, my you know. my favorite thing about all of it is just that whole like this offends me. Mm-hmm. So and and I think it's offensive to too many other people that well, won't being speak offended up. for someone. That's yeah, the well, thing. Not, well, I'm offended for this this something, but I'm also offended for myself. But because of that offense, I think you should remove this so nobody else could even take the chance of being offended by it I'm like right. why would you take somebody else's joy away right why would you do that why why would you be that because they don't ass? want anyone to find joy in it i think <laughs> right. they just don't want anyone to find joy but i mean yeah. um i just think you know yeah i, don't I will know. say what got me with your is like that whole bit was really good and i like the aids baby bit too that was like that was that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but the, I will say the Chappelle special. I didn't think it was nearly as strong as his, as his last one. Like it was. No, scary, it's not. But it's he's you know had this those four specials he did. I think he sort of worked on a lot of that around together and just slowly released it to the public. And I think right. I, I don't know that, but I think and I think this is just his back. I think he's had more fun and less to say. I guess yeah. is really more what it but I, yeah. I thought it was a good special um it's better than plenty of that are on netflix but i don't it, you yeah. know i agree it's not it's not as good as the other stuff it was yeah. better live i'll say that seeing it live is better but comedy is always better with people so yeah. Yeah. um anyway but ricky gervais yeah as well so yeah, I just I've, I've I've thought the outcry. I love the outcry. It entertains me. It also infuriates sure. me to no end. Like just I, when I read through comments and stuff and on on social media platforms, like part of me it's it's hilarious to me just how how spun up that people get about it. But at the same time, it also infuriates me so much because I'm like, you are the reason why good things get taken away from us. Yeah, like, for there sure. Are, there are many things that I like in this world, and I find things that I like that are super fucked up and it's people like you that take them away that I can't yeah. have. And that, that's me. Like I said, I don't think that they want anyone to be happy. I'd really think that these are yeah. just unhappy people and they don't want anyone else well, to be happy. Well, my thought with the comedy special is like, if I get like, if you're offended by it and you hate it, that's fine. But then if you know that they're the type of comedian that does material that way, why not just don't watch it? That's it. They want to bitch about something as well. And the and and some of them want to virtue signal. They want to they want to watch it so that they know what it's about so that they when they go out there and try to signal to everyone that they're standing up for people and they're going to be offended for people. 
you know, what about the kids who make a wish? If, if there's a fucking dying kid with cancer, that's nine years old and you're letting them watch Ricky Gervais stand up. There's a whole different issue going on right there. Like you have no business letting kids that young watch that shit anyway. So, well, if they're dying of cancer, you should let them watch it. But you know, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. But I'm just saying like, why, why are you letting your kids watch that shit anyway? Yeah. So, so do you think that make a wish kids should be granted any wish that they want? No. No, you don't think so? No. Cuz I go to the extent better. I go to the extent that it's like what if they're like hey, I want to I want to grab some tits. Like Yeah. You know. Well, come in not in anything they want. It's just like celebrities and big dreams and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. Sure. I'm just saying if you're going to do a make a wish for one kid, you got to do make a wish kid for any of them. Like you got to give what you want. And if, if it just happens to be that they want Gal Gadot to come in and strip for them, you know, who, what, who is she to say, I will do this for a make a wish kid, but that kid's not sick enough for me to strip down. For I'm just saying, I'm just like, look, if we're going to do it for one, you got to do it for all. I'm pretty sure that's not how they draw the lines. Like she will meet one and, you know, meet all. I'm not, saying you know. that's how they should draw the line. I'm just saying oh. that they should. Um, yeah, because, but the way you just worded that would imply that she would go in strip for some, but not for others. Whereas if she just goes, goes no, and no, does no. not strip any of them, then it's equal. I mean, <laughs> I look, I, I don't. I, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a make a wish for one kid, you got to do a make a wish for the other kid. And you're letting one kid pick his, you got to let the other kid pick his or hers or hers. Okay. I'm just saying. What if it's a little lesbian kid dying of cancer? I'm, That's I'm, the I'm just saying. My my whole thing is like I get that you know they're trying to bring some joy and happiness into these dying kids' lives, right? But but I'm just as miserable and sad as some of these kids with cancer. And I don't get what the fuck I want. I can't make a wish and get to go hang out with somebody cool. This is the best I get right here on this podcast. Hanging out with your <laughs> stupid ass. This is and this is not what I wish for as I'm actively dying. You're, you're not you're not dying of cancer. And you're not a kid. So I uh, might be dying of cancer, goddammit. A kid. So that's the thing. That's I mean, I'll show you me show you my tits. I'll show you my tits if that's what it if that was what I you're your getting tits. at. Just say. Oh, I've seen your tits. Ah, uh, but you haven't seen them now. Now they look like titty. <laughs> you got the flipples and everything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, you're, you're wasting all the wishes on the kids that haven't lived enough to earn some of those wishes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I guess. The dying of cancer, though, is earning the wish for me. Yeah, but there's adults. They don't have to make a wish for adults. And sure, adults have, I understand that, but I also adults. choose to look at it as... Go ahead. No, I say, and a lot of adults have been through the shit. They could use some of that joy and pick me up. A lot of these kids, they've never had any trials and tribulations other than their lives. I mean, other than the cancer. Well, I look at it as... Well, I mean, they've had to have they've had to have done something, right? God didn't just give cancer to anybody. So, um, no, That's I true. just think that, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I uh, no, I just think <laughs> I think 
I choose to look at it as those kids are taking one so that an adult that's been through the shit doesn't also have to have cancer. That's the way I look at it. So you you think there's like a limited amount of cancer that's allotted to the human race and it's just kind of divvied out? Okay. I think so. Yeah. So I think so. Every once in a while we get lucky and it's a cat. Every once in a while we get lucky and there's a cat has feline cancer, human that has to have cancer. But for the most part, it's between the human race yes there's a finite amount of it yes it's like fossil fuels there's a finite amount so each year so now we just we just transitioned into 2024 there's a whole new batch of god cancer no it's not a new it's the same amount we've had the same amount since the end of time we just see it more now because what did you say you thought it was what i thought it was like just like a yearly cancer quota quota it's it's a it's a lifetime span of it's a lifetime quota. So, like, this is the most you can yeah. do. If God wanted to hit half of the population with cancer this year, and that meant that that was it, no one else could ever have cancer, fine. But okay, I'm just saying, like, there is a finite amount of cancer, and these okay. brave boys and girls are taking it on so that we don't have to. Then, then, what do you? How much? How much cancer do you think is left in the bucket? I don't know. That's an interesting one because we don't. If any Neanderthals died of cancer, right? Well, I mean, there's so only six thousand. So, is it you know, six? I thought it was three. three. Okay, I thought it was no, like three thousand no, years. Oh, six, six. It's fucking older than I thought. Well, yeah. we don't know. I mean, that's you know when those babies killed. We don't know if any of them had cancer. They didn't have good medical records back then. That's true. You know, so so does it not being well based based on what we do know. Yeah. How much do you think is left in the bucket? That's a it's a big ass cancer how, bucket. Yeah, how, how many people are on the planet estimated? Seven billion, uh, eight billion, thirteen billion? What I is? I think it's like six billion. Is it? I don't. I thought it was more than that, but let's see. I'll I'll look while you mumble through that shit. <laughs> Seven point eight eight billion. So uh, as of twenty twenty one. So um. Yeah, let's see. I'd say we probably got 50% of that is probably what's left. I'd okay. say roughly roughly three to four billion cancers left. Okay. Okay, so then, if given the choice, would yeah, you have right. that three and a half, for the betterment of the human race, would you have all three and a half billion cancers remaining just dumped out on the earth all at one time right now? And possibly affect you and yours, just to just to to know in the future there will be no more cancer. Um, no, no, and no. and and the reason being is because I think it's already dedicated to who it's going to. Okay. I think it's like like I, Jehovah's I, Witnesses, like Jehovah's sure. Witnesses, has already decided who's going to heaven. I think sure, this is already I'm decided saying, who's going to have the cancer. So I'm just saying, but what if? Somebody that I love and want to spend time with isn't going to get cancer for 50 more years, and I just dump it out on the world, and now they got cancer now. Well, duh. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just saying, but I think if... I think if... I think they're going to have cancer regardless, so if I dumped it out on them, they're going to have it now rather than waiting 50 years and having it, and I'd much rather have 50 years with them cancer-free that's what I'm saying. It's a selfish okay. choice. So fuck the rest of the human race is what you're saying. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck the human race. Yes. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to say. So hypothetically then, so you have the choice. 
if if God came to you is like Joey, I've got I've got I'm going to give you the chance to 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 make a, a great decision for me. You can either either give one of your you can either do nothing and and the world will go on as it is. People live, die, kids, whatever. Or you can give one of your children horrible some type of horrible cancer, but sickness and disease will be eradicated from the earth the rest of humanity fuck humanity <laughs> no, i'm not doing that to one of my kids what if it was me oh i don't know because you have a death wish so i kind of be doing you a favor <laughs> i kind of would be doing you a favor like you kind of would enjoy that would you so, give me horrible suffering cancer to save the human race don't you feel like you deserve horrible suffering no Come on, we both feel that way. <laughs> that depends. <laughs> right, yeah, depends on depends on what at what time of day I walk past the mirror. But um, yeah, um, emotional suffering. Yes, I don't like physical suffering. Fuck that. I, I didn't don't say like you it. like it. I didn't say you like it. I said you think you deserve it. Oh, probably. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know that I would. It's in to the to the thing of of you know there. So it's interesting, right? Because I'm, I'm just trying, I'm just kidding around, right? I don't know what I would do, but there, that does go to the thing is like, if a train's coming down the track and it's going to hit one person or no, it's going to hit five people. But if you pull the lever, it'll change tracks and it'll hit one person. So rather than mm -hmm. killing the five, you'll just kill the one. Do you pull the lever? And I say, yeah, of course. That's the yep. greater, the to me, it's the, you know, greater good, especially if I don't know these people, right? They're just citizens. You know, I mean, there's five rapists over here. The train's going to hit, but there's one person that's regular, just a normal non-rapist uh, laying <laughs> on these tracks for some reason. Um, right. Would you pull the levers? Like, no, fuck those guys. But, um, but so, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I would do, but I, I definitely in that scenario think, I pull the lever, kill one person, save five. So, mm -hmm. so like, was that a four person net gain? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, what if um, you, what if, what if, well, but you can always be the same thing though. Like, what if you actually knew off, or what if you knew the one, but the five were strangers and you knew the one was a pretty decent person? Would that change for you? Uh, it depends. You say it, just, just to, just because I know them, I don't know how much it changes, but, you know, if it's someone important to me, then yeah, it changes. Fuck those people. Okay. Cause then I'm going to suffer if that person's gone. Like, I'm a guy to suffer. Right. I mean, it, as much right. as you can suffer when someone you love dies, but I mean, yeah. um, well, what if, what if on one set of tracks was your three children and the other one's your wife? Interesting. Because, you know, when they were young, I would, I, you know, I used to, the topic of abortion would come up right and it's like well if the mother is very likely to die in childbirth then you have the abortion right this is before i was mm -hmm. just thought abortion should be legal across the board but um right. and 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 people always say but like but why i mean that's your child I'm like yeah we can make another child but me and that living child can't make another mom for them so i mean right. that's the thing so uh, I can't even say that now because we can't make more kids <laughs> if the right. kids are gone. So I, I don't I don't know what I do. I probably let the train hit her because I'll never hear the end of it if I let it hit the kids. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I jump in front of the train and try to gum up the tracks a little bit. <laughs> yeah. what, if, what, if, what, if, what if your sons are on one side and Olivia's on the other? <laughs> Yo, fuck those boys. No. Yeah, you're going to pick your favorite. I know how that goes. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, whatever. If you had to choose one comedian, one of your favorite comedians to just drop dead and never make comedy again right now, who would you choose? Ooh, interesting. Huh. One of my favorite comedians to drop dead and never make. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, get, I'll just give you a list. I, would, I, well, I was no, going to say no. Eddie Murphy, but I'm mean, okay. <laughs> okay. No, Bill okay, Cosby. I'll, I'll, Easy, <laughs> easy choice. Bill Cosby, easy choice for sure. Give you the choices. Yeah, he's lived a long, very good life. He's had a very good life for him. I mean, <laughs> right. no, okay, okay. Tom Segura, Burt Kreisner, um, Dave Chappelle. Which one of those three would you pick? Which one of those right? three? Probably yeah. Burt. Okay. Probably Burt. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Chappelle is one of those once in a generation voices, and I don't want what him gone yet. What about Chappelle and Seinfeld? Have to pick one to just and go. One's got to go. One's got to go. Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, you know, as much as, as much as much as I'd love Jerry Seinfeld, but I still think, like I said, um, I think Dave Chappelle is a once in a generation voice. I think Richard Pryor was, and, and now it's it's Dave Chappelle and. Yeah. You know, I don't know who will be next, but, um, but yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Matt Rife. He's the next <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can go. <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind Matt Rife, but his special wasn't that great. Um, I haven't watched it. Yeah. I, I watched it because Crystal wanted to, but, um, I, I like his clips, like a crowd work clip. His crowd work great, but, no. you know, it's not what he is. He's not a crowd work. Right. comedian but that's what he's famous for prior to the special it, is what i'm saying yeah i mean but he's got one or two specials that he put out before that too um right but what's gotten his what's shot him to fame what's shot him, him up shot right he, i mean he's been doing comedy for 10 years or more but but yeah what yeah. has really put him in the public eye is the crowd work on social media i, I heard um an interview with him where he's talking about this like i i, I people had to drag me onto social media like i hated it and 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 yeah. look what it's done for me, right? But right. you know, regardless, um, <laughs> irregardless. Yes, irregardless. Hey, did you know that CNN has a pre-recorded Doomsday video saved to broadcast at the end of the world? The Christian News Network, really? Yeah, yeah, Christian News Network. No, CNN, the news channel, dumbass. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I I, I, I didn't know that. Actually. Yes, it, it's did which it is leave? interesting. Do what? Did it leak? No, I don't think so. I don't know that it's uh. It says it was recorded sometime in the eighties or nineties. Shows a military ba band playing the hymn "Nearer My God to Thee" before the video fades to black. The video was purportedly prepped in case of a nuclear holocaust that would wipe out all life on Earth, and allegedly remains in the CNN archives, awaiting its day of purpose. It's okay. interesting because there's a link. Let me, let me click on the link and see. Oh. What is this? Oh, motherfucker. I don't know. I'm not looking at it. No, I'm sorry. It's um, it's an ad. Sorry, that popped up. 
Oh, fucking. It's the Ruben report. Video somewhere, but. What the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, let's see here. All right. Let me let me go back to this. Mm-hmm. People with this is poor, pe- people with poor speech etiquette always use these seven rude phrases, says a public speaking expert. Okay. Oh. I want to hear what these rude phrases are. Yes. Uh, The first one is, do you want to? It says, this phrase is great when you're offering someone a choice. Do you want to go to lunch with me? But as a way of delivering orders, do you want to take out the trash? It's indirect fake politeness comes across as belittling. Okay. (laughs) I don't ask that anyway. I don't say you want to take out the trash. I'm like, hey, take out the trash. Right. Okay. Uh, Number two, here's the thing. This phrase insists that whatever follows will be the final authoritative take on the subject at hand. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about that. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next one is right with a question mark. In recent I years, it's become normal. I do. I say that a lot too. In recent right? years, it's become normalized for this pushy rhetorical nudge to follow questions, especially in interviews with athletes and politicians. Um, yeah, anyway. Okay. The next one. Well, figure out a way. <laughs> this phrase is a conversation ender. It means, uh, it's mean, while it's uh, important to delegate leadership demands that if an employee needs help or tries to communicate about a roadblock, your job is to help them work through it, not to insult them. No, the proper wording of that is figure it the fuck out. That's that's <laughs> how you're supposed to, to say it. Yeah. How am I supposed to do it? Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's another one. It is what it is. This is one of my daughter's favorite phrases. It is what it is. In my experience, this phrase is usually used as shorthand for stop complaining. If someone is taking, uh, if someone is asking for sympathy or assistance, you may or may not wish to help them, but at least be kind about ending the conversation. Why? Why do I have to be calm about in, uh, kind about entering the conversation? Wow. See. The whole thing for me, I, I hate, I, I hate the phrase. It is what it is. I fucking hate. I, I don't, it. I don't care for it either. But there are, there are, there are times that it's the only adequate. That's like, it. Yes. Phrase for situations like, well, fucking like an asteroid came out of the sky and hit my fucking car, and like I don't have the money to fix it. It's like, well, fuck, is what it is. You know. Right. Yeah. <sighs> um, number six, obviously. This word, subtly or not so subtly, conveys that anyone disagreeing with the speaker is wrong. Even if you don't realize it, using it can make you seem arrogant. Okay. Um, And last, if you want my honest opinion, or I was just joking. First of all, did anyone ask for your opinion? If so, they probably don't expect or need a rude response masquerading as honesty. What to say instead? People want help, support, or solutions. Saying maybe instead of offering your honest opinion is a perfectly fine preface. Saying sorry if a rude comment falls flat is far more productive than a faux diplomatic justification for spite. Okay. 
I don't need a justification for spite. <laughs> I actively engage in it. Um, I feel like a lot of these things are, are geared towards people that weak people. Well, no, I say, yeah, yes. But people that are inherently passive aggressive, which is one of my biggest pet peeves in it. Like as far as a character trait is concerned, I hate passive aggressiveness. And I feel like that the, the ways they're talking about people are, they're calling out for using certain phrases in this list are people that are using things passive aggressively. Mm. I got you. You know, like, it's like, say if somebody says, well, do you want to take or, or, uh, or whatever they said about taking out the trash or whatever, like that's a passive aggressive way of shit. And that's mostly what they're calling out as opposed to just saying, do something or whatever. But I, I feel like a lot of that, the, the meaning that they're, they're garnering is, is basically shunning passive aggressiveness. Um, Which, don't get me wrong. I like passive aggression as a tool. If I know it irks someone, <laughs> but yeah, so, but, I, but, but I'm not a passive aggressive person. So you've segued perfectly into the next list of things that I had here, which is five passive aggressive phrases that make people respect you less. <laughs> okay. Which is going to be most uh, of them. Yeah. Just a friendly reminder. <laughs> mm. I call this one a throat clearer, an indirect attempt to demand attention for a faster response. Other phrases to eliminate. Per my last email, uh, not sure if you got the memo, but, or as I mentioned before. No, nah, I, 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 see, I completely disagree because you've, if you've said it before and you're having to come back and say it again, you need to put out there, hey, don't know if you saw what I said last time, but here it is, yeah. fuck face. Well, see, that's the, that, the per my last email one is, is, it's kind of passive aggressive, but it's also pretty direct in my opinion. It's like, yeah, I've said this sure. to you already. Yeah. Yeah, I I say a lot of time. There's a lot of times that I say, well, like I said, like I said before, or like like we said earlier, like if it's a group conversation right. or whatever. Like I said a lot when people keep keep running right back around to the same thing and the same question. I'm like, yeah. well, like we said, blah blah well, blah one, blah. One thing I'll use a lot in an email is if we've had a verbal conversation that doesn't have a paper trail, I will say something like per our previous conversation and then right. spell out what we talked about. Yeah. But you know, whatever I, I will actually, it, it's similar to that. I don't word it the same way as, as, as that, because I do try to keep it at least on the people I'm communicating with a little more informal, like per our previous conversation sounds very formal to me. And right. so I try to keep it a little bit informal, um, depending on the audience, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I'll say like, well, like we, I'll say like we talked about earlier and then spell it oh, out yeah. again is what I'll say. Cause it doesn't, yeah, yeah. to me, it, it's not as, it's not going to hit. And, and it also depends on, right. The audience, there's a super weak guy on my team as far as like super sensitive. He, he grew up with missionary parents. He was born and raised in Africa and, and uh -huh. moved to the United States, back to the United States as an adult. And so he's had a very sheltered, he's, he's had, he's lived a, an interesting life. He's seen a lot of shit, but he's also very sheltered to right. the American way of things. And, and, uh, he's a very sensitive soul. And so, uh, sometimes you have to use kid gloves with him, but sometimes you just have to take the gloves off and go, Hey, this is how it is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, number two on the list, don't take this the wrong way, but 
Uh, this phrase <laughs> almost always prefaces some, something annoying or offensive. The yeah. lazy, self-serving logic behind it is that if you tell people in advance that you're going to be rude, it's okay to go ahead and do so. Wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, my thing is, if you're going to be rude, just own it. Like, don't, if you're going to be a sure. dick, just be a dick. Like, don't preface it. Yeah. I got you. No, but, I do. I now, if you're say, saying I, something that, and you're not, it's like, I, I have a tendency to sound like I'm being rude when I'm, uh, my my intent is not to be. And so I have preface things like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude, but blah, 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 blah. Like, and I'm genuinely right. not trying to be, if I'm trying to be rude, I don't hide it. So. Right. 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 Um, number three. Got it. Sometimes this is just another phrase for, yep, okay, but the sarcastic version means something different. It means, shut up, I heard you, or you're annoying, leave me alone. I don't know how anyone reads, got it, as shut up, I heard you, or you're annoying, leave me alone. I mean, I guess your tone could say that, but yeah, totally. in general, okay, if you're like, it. hey, don't forget we need to do blah, 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 I'm like, got it. Like, that's, that, yeah. there's nothing, that's nothing in that says, shut up, leave me alone. Like, yeah. that's. Like, gotcha. If I now, if I preface got it with okay, now yeah, I'm saying exactly. shut up, leave me alone. It's like okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you can hear it in my tone at that point. And if you can't, you really need some help. Um, number four, hey, how are we doing with that task I'm waiting for? First off, I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> yeah. I softening have, over people. do what? I've had that. Like so, uh, hey, how's that? Uh, how's that report coming along that I asked you to write? Or hey, how's the how's so and so coming along? How's it going? I've asked how something's coming along, but I've never had anybody go, "How is such and such that I've asked for, or that I'm waiting for, or whatever." I've had people say, "How are we coming along with whatever?" But mm -hmm. it's just you know, bosses have to check in with you and see how it's going, especially if you're not giving an update. So I don't know. Anyway, um, number five, if that's what you want to do, this phrase implies implies disapproval. Other passive-aggressive judgment signals include "just so you know" or "for future reference." Um, your <laughs> listener, your listener here is a common refrain in each of these phrases. I don't agree. Don't you know who I am? You messed up again. None of these messages are helpful to anyone unless they don't know who you are, or if they <laughs> messed up again. <laughs> Do you know who the fuck you're talking to right now? Right. <laughs> oh God. Oh well. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I was playing a show in in Texas at one point? And there was this uh, after party that we were going to, and I was supposed to be on the list to get in, and I wasn't. Whatever reason, I showed up at the door, and, and which, you said, "Do you know who I am?" No, 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 I I did not. I was just like, "Oh, no. I was like, oh, it's cool, you know, no worries. It was no big deal." The dude that was with me though goes, "No," I was like, "That's fine." He was like, "No, we're going in," and he said he went to the bouncer and said, "Do you know who the?" fuck this is and point at me he's like you know who the fuck this guy is do you and i was like dude stop stop <laughs> no you're gonna listen you know who the fuck this is we're gonna be blah 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 yeah and i was like jesus christ i still didn't get in the party and it was even worse because of that but yeah I that's was, gonna say I it's it's super that. embarrassing but you also kind of feel like yeah don't they know who i am <laughs> no i didn't have any of that for me i was just like oh jesus christ my, my thought was like of course they don't know who i am it was right it was like a no it was a suicide girls after party for it was ah. I play a show, but it was like it was suicide girls like after shows, whatever. And uh yeah, but so the guy was like he was really just wanting to go to the show and try to like you know the fuck is this? Of course. Anyway. Yeah. Continue. 
No, that's fine. I mean, I just uh, was just going to say, so um, there, there are 13 phrases that show you have a higher emotional intelligence than most people. Um, I am the highest of emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah. uh, phrase number one, could you tell me more about that? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, phrase number two, which to me sounds passive aggressive is I hear you mm. to me that, that, that sounds the same as got it. Like if got it sounds passive aggressive, so does I hear you. Um, well, I hear you. is usually followed by a, you repeating back to them what you heard. Well, they don't have it listed as that here. They have it with a period. Most of these that they have like an ending to yeah. a sentence. They have the ellipses at the end. Like this one says, I understand what you're saying, but dot 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 mm-hmm. um then number four how do you feel about that i don't give a shit how they feel about it right uh, number five i'm not sure what's wrong could you explain the problem to me mm-hmm. that's code for i'm stupid <laughs> no well yeah it is <laughs> no so i you get gotta play stupid, yeah. yeah do what so you gotta play stupid to get to the bottom of shit sometimes, sometimes yes you do yes uh number six is what do you mean what do you mean I'm fired? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, man? <laughs> uh, number seven, great job. Yeah, great okay. job there. Sure. Number eight, you both have good points. Let's see how we can work together. <laughs> number nine, I'd love your input on this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number 10, this situation makes me worried or confused or upset. <laughs> this situation makes me confused. If somebody ever said that to me, I don't know that I could hold in the laughing. If I were at work, someone's like, this situation makes me worried or this situation makes me confused or upset. <laughs> I, I have I'm you, upset. Like, we were doing something. Uh, this is my boss. Of course, they didn't get the reference. I asked to do something. I was like, this better not awaken anything. And they were just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. God. Oh, man. Number 11 is, I feel this way about blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh, number 12 is, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And number is, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So if you use those phrases, you have a higher emotional intelligence than most people. Mm. So All, a lot of those are key phrases in the manipulation of other people. Also, oh, just, to, for just, sure. to, just to tag that on there. Yeah. Like for half sure. of getting somebody to do what you want them to do is you let them think that they're in control of the conversation direction that things are going. That's 90% of it. If, if you can make somebody think it's their idea, you can get something done. <laughs> Yep. So, hundred percent. Oh, well, I, I did have a, a wiki how and in, in my yeah, back okay. pocket, a wiki how in your back pocket, a wiki how in my back pocket, right. and it was just it was just uh, just for us. Okay. Um, but it's it's how to control your urge to masturbate. Oh, interesting. I'm, yeah. This this is one hundred percent for me. Yeah, it is for it is for me. I mean, I've learned to control my urge to masturbate, but you know. Jerk off <laughs> so there's 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 three methods each one has a few different steps so i'm not gonna just gonna hit the hit the highlights here okay but um 
the, the little blurb is masturbation is a relatively, is a relatively common activity. It can help to reduce burn calories and promote relaxation. At the same time, masturbation can also become unhealthy if it starts to interfere with your relationships, work or school life, or home <laughs> responsibilities. Fortunately, there are some things you can do to control your urge to masturbate so you can focus more on the more important things of your life, which I don't think there's a lot more important things than coming, but, you know. I mean, I agree. So, uh, so number one is the method one is avoiding triggers to masturbate. Number one is identify your triggers to arousal and avoid them. So, and, and to do this, they suggest making a list, either mental or on paper, of all the things that trigger you to engage in masturbation, which I tell them. It's just, just going to make you start jerking off. Right. <laughs> You're writing a list and like, tits. Ooh, yeah, let's go ahead and take care of this right now. <laughs> Blowjobs. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, limit your exposure to pornographic material. No, say stop watching porn. Right. Just, Just limit, limit it. <laughs> yeah. And it says also avoid driving by or entering triggering places such as strip clubs, brothels, or streets where prostitutes frequently hang. Brothels. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from those whorehouses. <laughs> Right. Number three, stash sex objects. Remove or hide sex objects that are triggering to you. This might include condoms, lube, vibrators, dildos, sexy outfits. I mean, first off, if you're the one hiding them, they're not hidden. I know. (laughs) It's like, where? Oh, who hid this shit from me? Right. Jesus. The number four is limit your internet use. Limit your internet use? How would you get anything done? I know, right? All right. Method two, distracting yourself. First step in that is this is known as the delay method or edging. Right. Right. Just number one is just do something else. All right. Some examples of positive or playing video games, watching a non-sexual movie, going for a walk, going window shopping, playing with a pet. That could go downhill real quick. It could. Book, I mean, you play a video game where you're playing Street Fighter 2 and Chun-Li does her little upside down flip. Now I'm jerking off. I, mean, I know. What, what if your pet and your cat and it gets all cuddled up in your lap and it's warm and vibrating? You know, it's true. Number two, focus on your responsibilities. Get a job get if you're out. old enough. Says, My first responsibility is get this nut out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then three, change your environment. <laughs> Ask your, this is my favorite point of this though. Ask a friend to hang out or spend time with your family. It will likely limit your ability to masturbate. Hey, hey, you want to hang out and jerk me off? <laughs> Not technically <laughs> masturbation if you do it. <laughs> right. I like that it will likely limit your ability. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Number four, exercise. And then, um, <laughs> here's, Number five, think about the negative effects. One way to distract yourself is to remind yourself of or visualize possible negative effects of excessive masturbation, such as impaired sexual function, depression, dissatisfaction in relationships, high blood pressure, testicular pain or discomfort, and swollen or pain. Jesus. (sighs) Anyway. And then number six, (laughs) set limits. If you really do not want to masturbate, try to focus on avoiding it when it's inappropriate to do so. So set goals and times to masturbate. (laughs) So here's another one. Okay. Method three, controlling your sleep environment. 
lay down in bed only for sleep. Because since your bedroom and bed are likely the most frequented areas for masturbation, it's important to control the environment. So who's jerking off in bed? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I usually use my dad's recliner. It smells like him still. Um, number two, <laughs> keep your bladder as empty as possible. The urge to urinate can be mistaken by the body as the urge for sex or masturbation. I've never been like, do I have to piss or am I wanting to fuck? I've never right. thought that before. Right. I'm like, Sometimes it's it's easy. Both. both. <laughs> right. I want to piss on you so that we can fuck. <laughs> yeah. So when you sleep, lay on your side. This may help to reduce your urge at the time because you're less likely to become aroused by rubbing up on something. What? Yeah. You're less likely to become aroused by rubbing up on something. Yeah. You're going to have to read that all again because I, I think I missed part of that. Okay. If you lay on your side, it might reduce your urges because you're less likely to rub up on something and become aroused. Well, that's not true, I feel like. I don't know. Well, it says that because most masturbation occurs either when you're laying on your back or lying on your stomach. Yeah, but you're still more likely to rub up against something if you're on your side or stomach. If you're on your back, rub up against something. You might actually rub up against them hands. I mean, sure. But it doesn't yeah. matter how I'm laying, I can do that. <laughs> and then number five is just get out of bed immediately in the morning. When you wake up in the morning at the set time, get out of bed as soon as well, possible. First off, I don't jerk off. I mean, that's that's a that's a midday nighttime thing. Yeah. So I've I've never understood. Well, before I get into that, there's a few tips. Being married in a relationship may not affect your desire to masturbate. Keep in mind these tips can only help you at times. They may not be able to fully prevent you from masturbating. And number and the third tip is just to have cold shower. Okay. But uh, I don't know. What I was going to say is I don't understand like how morning people sex. can wake up in the morning, roll over, and just want to fuck. I'm like, I have to piss so bad when I would. Like, there's no just rolling over and getting two things. Like, I'm at least at least going to take a piss at a minimum. No, I could see. I, I can, I mean, I could see both. I mean, right. waking up needing to piss, but if I'm, if I've got morning wood, I can, I can get right to it. Dude, I didn't know. I have to pee so bad. As soon as my, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to have to go and, and and take a piss, but I can hold it long enough to, to do. Tell no. So, yeah. I, uh, I wake yeah. up borderline pissing my pants every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, because my kidneys are highly functional. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. But even at least for me, dude, like even my whole life growing up, I think we've talked about this before. Like I've just never been a morning sex person. Like it takes me, I, I want a, at least, at least a, a couple hours to wake up a little bit before things all function the way I like them to function. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. I mean, like, like if I, if, if get up, even if I take a piss, but anyway, but say first thing, Start going at it nine out of ten times. Part of the way through, shit's just gonna go bloop. It's like my dick's just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not awake enough for this yet. Yeah, Doesn't happen. I don't have that problem. The rest of the day, morning, yeah. It's like I have like serious morning ED. Serious. I, I always have. It's never been a thing I can do in the morning very well. Usually. Hmm. Yeah. Because I got a lazy, I got a lazy dick. Is that what it is? <laughs> my, my dick wants to sleep in. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you got to get up early and go to a job site. 
So you yeah. want to call it? Or you got you got something else you wanted to? Yeah, I don't got a fucking thing, baby. All right. Well, wish I could it. say it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> same. Same. So one day we'll both have grown up internet. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm on T-Mobile right. internet right now. Yeah, I know. How is that? Because I've considered getting it and it. From a from a download perspective, for what we do, it's it's fucking great. Like there's been no like way better than I thought. Zero issues, but like upload speeds are not fantastic. And like right now, if Jude was over, he wouldn't be. I would I like tell him to get off his fucking shit while I was doing this just to yeah. save bandwidth. But download's been fine. Yeah. Has been any, no issues. Okay. Yeah. And it's only 40 bucks a month. So that's true. I mean, that's the thing is it is, but it's still, it's not, I don't know. I mean, there's uh, the electric company here's got fiber now and they're offering thousand true that like what are they calling it? true thousand with the modem and you know, everything for like 60 or 70 bucks a month, Yeah, um, which is cheaper than what we're paying for AT&T right now. So we may, we may switch to it. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, word. Well, you got a big enough house. You need to, you need to get your little little mesh. I know, I'm mesh. Good. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I will. I, All right. Uh, yeah. Um, until next time, which we don't know when that will be, but yeah, that's it. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.